Hey, it's Mo Ari. And Tiffany. And you're listening to the Hashtag Love Goals podcast. Before we get into this episode, I just want you to remember that every human, regardless of identity, needs these three things, belonging, authenticity, and love. And after a decade of partnership, we've learned to co-create these things and so much more. So from wherever you're listening, we're going to go on a journey of becoming our own hashtag love goals. Now let's get into this episode. You are now listening to the Hashtag Love Goals Podcast, and I am Tiffany. And I'm Mo Ari. Thanks for tuning in. I am always just very excited to sit here with my lovely wife and talk about all kinds of subjects with you all. And today, we are talking about uh, how to be an ambitious person Mm. while still having a lasting, committed partnership, managing all the different hats that you wear. And I know, especially for my wife, she wears way more hats than I do. I thought I was like, (laughs) you wear a lot of hats. I do. I don't know if it's more than you do. Okay. I do wear a lot. (laughs) She wears a lot of hats and I still find myself struggling for balance with, you know, with regard to my career and family. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is a struggle for a lot of masculine people, Mm -hmm. you know, across like across genders, but like masculine people, I think often struggle wanting to be a provider, wanting to provide for their family, wanting to work really hard, be ambitious, especially as black people, you know, not that many generations removed from slavery. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're still trying trying to get up in the world. And so I find myself often finding project after project, taking on multiple jobs. Our whole relationship, I've always worked like at least two to three jobs. Mm -hmm. Uh, We always joke about that. Um, But it came a point in our relationship where Tiffany uh, had our first child and she thought that I was going to slow down. Now, me not being aware, mm-hmm. I was like, well, now my job is to provide even more. Yeah. Tiffany was like, your job is to be here, but you're not seeming to get that. <laughs> I'm like, how can I be here if yeah. I need to make more money? And there were things that I didn't set up prior to our child getting here. Her mm-hmm. name is Nova. Um, there were things that I didn't set up prior to Nova getting here. Like Mm -hmm. I would have wanted to be making a certain amount of money. So then that pushed me further into ambition and I was spending less and less hours, you know, with Tiffany and Nova Mm -hmm. trying to provide for Tiffany and Nova. Mm -hmm. And I really got to the point where I saw Tiffany was so stressed out working, uh, every day. We were in the middle of a pandemic. Our daughter is two, but Mm -hmm. she was born July of 2020. Almost two. Almost right. two. So we yeah. were having to work at home. Yep. Uh, she was with Nova while working, uh, trying to uh, also support our family. Mm-hmm. And it was, I think it was really mm-hmm. pulling our relationship a lot. I would say that that was one of the most challenging times in our mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. And so we had a lot of conversations we needed to have about yep. balance. Yep. And I realized over that time that balance isn't just a conversation about what balance looks like for me mm-hmm. or what my ideal day would look like. Right. It's about what balance is to the relationship. Yes. Uh, so maybe balance in this dynamic is one where uh, Tiffany decides that she doesn't work. I get to keep my three jobs, but I still need to be home by a certain (laughs) time to be with our family, right? Uh, But I think we've had to have a lot of conversations Mm. about what that looks like, Mm -hmm. what feels good. And I think I want to invite you all into that kind of conversation Mm -hmm. today. And we should go there because I think that this is something I've heard from a lot of masculine people like, 
how to work through being a provider, but still being present. And in a generation where we actually want to have emotional connections yeah. with our lovers and our, our children, mm-hmm. what does that even look like? Yeah. I find myself now in a place where I'm really ambitious. I'm also being really present at home, but I don't call my mom as much as I want to. <laughs> Where I can yeah. barely respond to a text message. I'm like, yeah. how do pe- how do women do it all? For one, <laughs> two, like, how can I get some of whatever they have yeah. to be able to be with your kids, right. your friends, and right. everything? I don't think I understand what that is. Right. Um, but I'm trying. Yeah. So you could fill me in on whatever the magic is. I mean, you said a mouthful, and <laughs> I I will echo that it was one of the most challenging times in our relationships, and in our relationship, and I feel like the heart of the conflict in our relationship and maybe for other people was that as men, you feel like, okay, I have to provide, I have to have this many jobs. I have to do this to make this money while women, you know, we become mothers, all of these things, all of these roles that you might have in life. And you still want to be your own person. Yeah. Right. Like, yes, I want to have a baby and and be pregnant and nurture them and all this stuff. But I don't want that to become my identity. Yeah. Or, you know, I went to these amazing schools and these amazing, um, I got these amazing (laughs) fellowships, whatever the case might be. And I really want to focus in on my career. Yeah. But I'm also a mom and I'm also a wife. And like, I have all these other responsibilities. So we try so hard to not be reduced down to whether that's stay at home mom Mm -hmm. or, um, wife or whatever the thing is, which is nothing wrong with any of those identities, but you don't want, or I have found myself really struggling with being reduced down to one of those things yeah, yeah. that forfeits who I am as mm. Tiffany or woman. Yeah. And that sometimes looks like, oh my God, I mm. cannot take another day mm-hmm. of changing diapers uh. while you are, you know, doing this amazing speaking engagement. While I really honor that, <laughs> I think that it's very beneficial to our household. Yeah. I still need this break. I still need this time. So I think I have really had to, you know, one, honor that what both of us are doing contributes to the health of our relationship. It contributes to how our household runs. I am in process. Now, you said something (laughs) so important here. Because you were like this amazing speaking engagement. And I cannot tell you how many times when you were on maternity leave that was like unpaid. And I'm like, I'm going to hold it down. (laughs) I was like sad that I was not down with our newborn child that I like was just wanting to be with all the time. And it was a big sacrifice. So often when I would hear you say like, you're doing these fun things. I'm like, oh my God, I'm working. (laughs) And I have nothing else that I want to be doing more than being with the two of you all. Right. So it's so interesting that, you know, from for each of us, the outside looking in is that the the grass is greener, you know, like that you are with our child and that's just the best place in the world. (laughs) And you're like, I don't want to change any more diapers. I know. I'm like, I am literally (laughs) sleep deprived. If I hear another whine, I am going to lose it. Not that I don't love our daughter dearly and I don't appreciate the time. It's that it's hard to balance. Like, I'm so happy that my partner is getting this amazing opportunity. 
But it's also I'm three months postpartum and I am struggling. Yeah. Right. Um and I'm excited that you're yeah. getting the opportunity to rest, exactly. right? After yeah. having given birth. And I wish yeah. I would have been able to give you even more yeah. time right. than that. You right. know, without having to go back to work. Right. right. And I was excited for you, but I was also feeling like Yeah. She could go do these speaking engagements, <laughs> but no, for real. Like I, I yeah. think I had the perspective in that moment to be like, "Wow!" Like she gave her life, you know, for mm-hmm. us to have mm-hmm. this child. So I would have done anything to create more and more space for you. Yeah. Um, and I think it often was hard. It was challenging. I feel like it hurt to hear mm-hmm. that you felt like I was doing something like amazing, mm-hmm. which was like, yes, this is great. Like yeah. I am so passionate about the work that yeah. I do at the same time. It could never, um, it could never k- amount to the kind of quality, yeah. uh, of experience it is to be with you and Nova. Yeah. So I don't think that you understood that. I'm yeah. not quite capturing from what you're saying <laughs> that you get this now. <laughs> I'm like, no, I get it. Yeah. No, I really do understand it. And I think it took, honestly, it took moments for me to pivot. Let's say for me to go back to work after maternity leave. So like I'm at home with our child. It is the middle of a pandemic. I was working in healthcare at the moment. And so healthcare was the place you didn't want to be in the pandemic. You didn't want to go into the hospital. And I'm thinking I have an immunocompromised newborn. So I'm very cautious. I'm dropping my clothes at the door, like all of these precautions. So in the moments where I'm just getting back, I'm already adjusting to being a working mom, thankfully still working from home. There were moments where they were like, can you come into the office? And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to leave my newborn. I got to leave my husband. I am going into this known place where I know there is high cases of COVID, high potential for me to potentially get this virus, bring it back home to my newborn who has like no no immune system. The mom guilt, the wife guilt, if that's the thing, I'm sure. Yeah. All of that was happening for me. And I think it was only in those moments where I was able to realize, like, it is really hard yes. to step away from life. Let's mm-hmm. say here, we're thinking about work-life balance, go into work, which I really did love. I really did love my job. Yeah. And I still have a lot of love for that work that I did there. To go do something here with all of these nuances in the case of a pandemic um, and leave my family behind, yeah. th- that was the moment where I was like, wow, this wow. is probably what Mo has been feeling. Yeah. Uh, it's not worth it. It's, <laughs> it doesn't yes. email. And so then I, yeah, from then, had to make the, the, I had to do the mental game in my mind. Like, if I have to leave my house. Yes go into a hospital, Mm -hmm. leave my child. She's in amazing hands with her father. You Mm -hmm. know, that wasn't the issue, but leave my child. It has to be worth it. Yes. And in the moments where I was like, oh, this don't really feel worth it. We got to have a real conversation about, am I going to continue on this path? Yeah. You know, am I going to continue to sacrifice my well-being, my mental health for leaving my family? So to your point, 
I don't think I really was able to realize it until I returned back to work. And still then, I had to keep working mm-hmm. through it because being mm-hmm. in that postpartum phase, being a mom, the mom guilt is just so, oh my God, I could go on for hours about yeah. how that can really consume you. But yeah. Um, yeah. I have so much empathy for yeah. you feeling like yeah. those early moments in her life, you yeah. desperately just wanted to be cuddling yeah. her, yeah. but your career is taking off, yeah. right? So it's like a really... Yeah. It's a hard thing to balance, yeah. I can imagine. They don't talk about dad guilt. <laughs> dad guilt. That, he needs to coin that. Dad guilt. Or, or mask people guilt. Because I feel like guilt. this is really a masculine person thing. Mm-hmm. A masculine presenting person thing across gender. Yeah. Like, I doesn't matter who I've talked to. Yeah. We're, like, kind of all experiencing this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's not even just this gender man yeah. that experienced dad mm-hmm. guilt. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say it's like the person mm-hmm. that is like masculine that puts themselves in the role, or let's say not even a masculine person, the person that puts themselves right. in the role of provider. Yeah. Um, provider guilt. Yeah. Mean like you, you're if you have a career that's launching and you like have this business that you're taking care mm-hmm. of, that's also a baby. Yeah. That's uh, something that you're yep. nurturing for the relationship. So it's not that you're not taking care of anything or nurturing mm-hmm. anything. Uh, but this other thing has to have some priority too. Yeah. It's almost like having two children at once. Mm-hmm. And then we both have had to manage the children in our relationship. Yeah. And, you know, it's been beautiful because now you're at the place where, you yeah. know, you're able, you were able to leave that job yeah. where there wasn't, you didn't have that connection right. to what you were doing. Right. Um, and I've been able to challenge myself to keep asking those same questions you did. Mm-hmm. Like, if I have to leave my wife and my child, it has to be worth it. it. Be worth and it. that changed all kinds of opportunities I would allow to even yeah. come my way. Yeah. If it wasn't bringing me joy, I'm yeah. not doing it. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to do it just to try and survive or thrive mm-hmm. because I'm missing out on a lot of important moments mm-hmm. in this little baby's life yeah. um, that I'm not going to get back. Yeah. Um, so it has to be worth it. It has to be paying for mm-hmm. college. It's going to have to get us okay. to, it's going to have to do yeah. something. Um, it's going to have to give a little yeah. bit more than what that other stuff was giving. Okay. And so like now it feels like the opportunities that I accept, uh, really meet that qualification. Mm-hmm. It has to be something I'm aligned with. Or yeah. I feel passionate about it. it has to feel worth it. Yeah. Now that we've gotten past that qualification, I feel like now we are able to have real conversations about what balance can look mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because I'm less stressed even Yeah. when you're doing the work that feels aligned with you. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like work. Yeah. It feels more right. like creativity, less yeah. productivity. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's just draining you yeah. of all of your vital resources yeah. that you need when you come home to be with this beautiful child and your your partner. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't have children, whoever you're coming home right. to, can you have balance in your life? Exactly. The balance comes from doing things that are aligned yeah. with you first in that work arena. Yeah. So that when you get home, you're not drained of everything. Right. I would be so tired by the time I was done with seven therapy sessions i mean like Mm -hmm. i love my clients i love that work is an offering Mm -hmm. of like every ounce of empathy that you have yeah i would be so tired by the time i was done with those sessions Mm -hmm. during the pandemic especially Mm -hmm. uh that i would come downstairs like with enough energy to cook for you all And then I was like ready to be done. Right. That's not balance. Mm -hmm. I was present, but I wasn't fully emotionally present. Right. 
And, you know, I, I just want to say I am very grateful for the opportunity to be able to transition away from my job. And so while you're saying you're less stressed, which I feel like I feel it, I feel like I have more capacity. Yeah. And, you know, I have loved the work that I've done um, and having this time to just be to just rest yeah. and to really pour into our family. Yeah. I think I saw it maybe as not, or I attached some idea of me working a traditional job yeah. to my worth. Mm. And I see how much more present and how much more capacity I yeah. have now. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I can be a better wife. I can be a better mom. I can be a better Tiffany. That's, that's just having first. Right. First and foremost, a better Tiffany. Yeah. And then that then... Yeah. Trickles down to everything else. Don't worry else. about me. <laughs> if you're being yeah. a great Tiffany, you've already covered yeah. being a great wife, right. a great mom. Yeah, and I think that's so that that is you checking in with that right. mom guilt, right? And me checking in with that provider guilt, right? If I don't work on being the best Mo, mm. I can't even begin yeah. to be the best exactly t- uh, husband, best yeah. you know partner, best public speaker, yeah. whatever. Absolutely. And so I think that that, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Like yes. you being the best you yes, um, really helps you in all these other it aspects. Does, it really does help. Like I have the time to meditate in the morning, you know, yeah. or to do the things that really give back to me. And like, yeah. even as an example this morning, like you were saying, I'm taking over to school. She spit up, right? Yeah. And um, I had the time to turn around. I was patient. I even took a breath because you I could have easily been like, oh my God, why did you do that? I was like, okay, <laughs> she's a child. She spit up. We're just going to turn around and go home. Yeah. We went home, took our time, changed our clothes, went back to school. But in the context of working, yeah, you would have left look like that. I could have my temper could have could have because you would have been late for a meeting. Yes, it would have it could have allowed me to respond to her in a way that she didn't deserve. Yeah, I might not have honestly had the time to turn around. Yeah, I mean, all she would have been days, in some hot clothes from last season. <laughs> some hot clothes from last season that was that daycare, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I, you even pointing out like. Look at you, babe. You have the capacity to yeah. be able to handle this in a way yeah. that feels good for me, right? Because yeah. I felt good that I was able to simply breathe. Because you just had time. I had time. I could yeah. breathe and be like, okay, Nova. And that's how you know when you're balanced. Mm. That you feel like you have time. Yes. Whenever we're in a hurry or in a rush, yes. that's how we know. We've put too much on our plate. Yes. You start feeling that like... Okay, I got to get here. You always running late for something. You always mm-hmm. speeding down the highway. You need to slow down. Yes. That means you have too much on your plate. You you are too stressed. Yeah. You're not in balance. And that's where guilt comes. Yeah. Guilt only exists when we feel like there's some expectation on the other side of it. Yeah. So me feeling like, you know, if it was in a moment where I was still working, like, oh my God, I got to rush because I got to be at work. I got to leave this meeting. I got to do this. Yeah. That's when that guilt starts really kicking in. Yeah. But if we have the time and it's just like we're doing things that we love, it's like, okay. Yeah. You know, I, it's on my terms or, you know, we always, yeah. there might be deadlines and yeah. things like that, but no, that absolutely. guilt doesn't look the same or feel the same. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So before we go, I want to ask you this question. Yeah. I want to know from you, like, let's say you didn't have a partner mm-hmm. as a therapist. 
you don't have a partner who maybe yeah. is the best with their words mm. or, you know, is the best, emo- like, emoting. So yeah. the best sharing their feelings. Yeah. But let's say you could tell that they're stressed out and you want to have a conversation about balance for the mm. relationship. Because really, you know, balance is co-created between yeah. the two people. Right, right. What In a partnership or the three people, because I want to always honor that there are mm-hmm. different kinds of relationship structures yeah. out there. Right. But so the people in the relationship determine what balance is. Mm-hmm. What are you carrying? What am I carrying mm. for the relationship? Yeah. How How are we holding that? Does it feel good? Mm-hmm. What would you say to someone who says like their partner is what I just described as like maybe not having the words, doesn't necessarily know how to emote, yeah. but it's clearly stressed. What would you say to them to initiate that kind of conversation? Mm. You know, I would say really to, even before you initiate the conversation is having a ton of empathy. Yeah. Right. So much, I think, of this balance is being able to be vulnerable so the other person who might have a little bit more tools really having the empathy like they are struggling i see that they're struggling they might not have the words and i won't say that it's easy to always know how to do that in the moment but as much as we can say like you know they might snap at me so it's not personal they might just be stressed That can allow those conversations to be a lot more fulfilling or productive. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I would say really initiating that conversation by being like, you know, babe, I noticed that, you know, it seems a bit challenging for you doing this thing, right? I want to honor that you probably are absolutely exhausted. Yeah. You are absolutely exhausted and I see you. Yeah. How might I be able to support yeah. you? I am also, yeah. you know, balancing a ton of things yeah. here, but I'm your partner. I want to yeah. support you. Like, how yeah. can I do that? Yeah. Um, And really offering that. Yeah. And I think even for some people, even asking the, how can I help you could be a little stressful. Yeah. So if there's a particular solution that you feel like you can offer, yeah. you might say like, you know what? Would this be helpful? The nighttime routine sounds crazy, right? If I run the bath water or yeah. just say like, I'm going to run the bath water. Yeah. You can continue with the bath. That I feel like that just helps your shoulders release, yeah. you know, you release and you become more and more, rela- well, the other person becomes more and more relaxed. Yeah. So offering solutions um, yeah. with that empathy, I think can be really helpful. Yeah. And I'm wondering too, for the people that may be triggered by the word exhausted, right? Like, so if mm-hmm. you're talking to a person and you're saying yeah. they're exhausted, what if they're like, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. What do you say back? Yeah. And I mean, maybe Maybe not attributing a feeling, right? Because we don't honestly know. Yeah. You might just say... you. I would assume you're exhausted. Yeah, yeah. I would assume you're exhausted mm-hmm. or just kind of describing maybe the situation. Like, like I said, like... Look that, at how much you have going right, on. Right, look at how much you have going on. Bad time is hectic. I know you have, you know, a meeting after bad time or whatever. Like, just mm-hmm. kind of describing the facts of the situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, That might be a little bit more helpful. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, all of it is beautiful. I mm-hmm. was just, you know, wondering in the scenario, like where they say back, I'm not exhausted. Yeah. You could really use yeah. that as a tool. I think it's it's helpful to name. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't shy away from saying what you said. Yeah. I think it, you just might 
just be prepared. Yeah. Like my advice would be, be to be prepared for some pushback, especially if a person is holding all of that. Usually they're used to holding all of and that. And that's where the empathy piece comes in yeah. that I was talking about. Then you don't take it per if they just say, I'm not exhausted. It's not like I'm just so upset yeah. with you. It's not it has nothing to do with They're just with so you. used to pretending that they're exactly. fine. Exactly. And holding all of these exactly. pieces when they really need to take some stuff exactly. off of their plate. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so often when we're holding all of that, it can feel like another person isn't holding a lot. Mm-hmm. And I know that also in relationships, a lot of time we give a lot of voice to the person who struggles the most yeah. or the person who talks about their exactly. complaints the most. Exactly. And so I want us to be wary, I think, in relationships of falling into that kind of mm-hmm. dynamic. Mm-hmm. If your partner's like always complaining about something, it doesn't mean that they're struggling more than you. Yeah. It means that you all need to have a conversation yeah. about, you know, a transparent conversation about what you're each holding mm-hmm. and determining what balance is for the relationship. Yes. It might mean that I hold more of the things that are in my strength because it doesn't feel like a heavy burden to exactly. me. Exactly. So, right, like finances. I love finances. I, I don't. pay the bills. <laughs> I will do all of the things, right? Yeah. That doesn't feel like a burden to me. And so I would never hold that as like my list of responsibilities. Yeah. Like right. it's really weighing right. me down because right. it's not. Right. Or um, maybe I could clean all of the bathrooms, um, be responsible for laundry mm-hmm. as long as you fold. Mm-hmm. And that feels fair mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I love cleaning. Yeah. You clean when you're stressed. Mm-hmm. So I just got to make you <laughs> mad and you clean. Um, <laughs> and then like... And you you, you got the, the laundry thing mixed up. I don't fold. I wash. not fold. Yeah. Right, right. So she'll do that, right? So you just determine what feels good yeah. for the relationship. Yeah. Um, but always keeping in mind, like if somebody's passionate about something or they have a strength, they might be able to do all the things in that category yes. related to that and never feel stressed by it. Yes. So that's why it's important to play to your strengths in a exactly. relationship. Um, and that's a part of that balance yes. of the dynamic. Never look at the relationship just as 50, 50, mm-hmm. like in a literal way, mm-hmm. like, well, if I paid this bill, you pay this one. Mm-hmm. If that person's strength is not paying bills, yeah. you're going to save yourself a lot of stress exactly. by never having to let them forget a bill exactly. or anything, right? Exactly. So don't think about it just literally. Yeah. And I and I think that speaks to again being your own love goals. Like yeah. we can see these these models in society of like, okay, you got to do this half, I do this yeah. half. This is what I do. This would this is what you do. Yeah, it's not one size yeah. fits all. Yeah, if you think you're gonna follow what the next person did and it's gonna work the exact same way over here, yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's not. And so, really yeah. taking the time to co-create right. what that looks like for right. your relationship right. is so important. Right. So, even for example, and then I'm gonna let y'all go yeah. off from. <laughs> but for example, like drop off and pick up. Yeah, for kids. Let's mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm thinking okay well i dropped them off you pick them up it's not always that even right what if my job is like 60 minutes away and yours is 10 right that does not make sense (laughs) nor is that fair yeah and it could be very stressful depending on what time of day you're leaving and why not so just think a little bit i would encourage everybody to think a little bit deeper about what balance actually looks Mm -hmm. like play to the strength of the relationship if this person has more capacity because they're 10 minutes Mm -hmm. away Mm mm-hmm 
that's a strength for your relationship because you get to have your partner come to you yeah. sooner. Think about it in a larger picture yes. versus just like, well, let's keep it equitable. Right. And and try not to look at fair exactly. in this very like one-sided way. Yes, because fair will get you caught up. Yeah. Fair will get you caught up. And I think the only way I've been able to work through this in our mm-hmm. in our dynamic, like as a mom, as the birthing person, like as the person who was nursing at yeah. a point, like the only way I've been able to work through this is to say, you know what, we're doing different things. Yeah, we have different strengths. Yeah, but yeah. we're both or and we're yeah. both doing things that benefit this household. Yeah, if I don't do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. If you don't do what you're doing, right. something is not going to yeah. work out right. And so yeah. when I got to the place where I was able to say we're both contributing yeah. in yeah. very helpful and yeah. positive ways to this relationship, yeah. regardless of yeah. how many diapers I've changed yeah. or regardless of how many jobs yeah. you're working, yeah. we're both contributing to this relationship. And both yeah. of those things have to be honored and respected. No, I love that. Yeah. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. It's a team effort. It yeah. really is. And there's, there aren't any captains unless we're co-captains okay you know there aren't any coaches (laughs) yeah um unless you know we're talking about higher power (laughs) but i think that the relationship really is co-created okay we're pausing there thank you all so much thank you Uh, this has been hashtag love goals podcast with mo ari and tiffany have a great day bye if you're listening to this on apple Podcasts, don't forget to rate review and subscribe if you want your question featured in an upcoming episode of the hashtag Love Goals Podcast, go ahead and send your question to lovegoalspodcast at gmail.com. Check out our website at lovegoalspodcast.com and follow us on Instagram at lovegoalspodcast. We look forward to hearing from you soon.